Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast, featuring Dr. George Cannon. This podcast is a ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church. Finding Clarity seeks to answer your questions about Christianity. Here's George as he looks at this week's question. Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast. This is George Cannon, and you are listening to episode 134. The Finding Clarity Podcast is a podcast ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church where we seek to answer questions that you might have about Christianity and the Christian life. So each week we put together a podcast and we try to answer questions that you wouldn't necessarily find an answer for if you were listening to a morning service, at a message, in Sunday school, or even in a Bible study. So we try to answer those questions here on the podcast as a service to our church. So today we're going to look at a question that has to do with the Christian life, and it has to do with something that Jesus told us to do from the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 6. Now, this question and what Jesus told us to do often brings confusion. It sounds good. We like what he's saying, but we really don't know what that means. In fact, here's the question. What does it mean to seek the kingdom of God? What does that mean to seek the kingdom of God? And so we're going to look at this verse today and try to gain some understandings. And we're going to do this two ways. First of all, we're going to talk about what it doesn't mean. There's a lot of things that people confuse this verse with, and we're going to talk about what it doesn't mean. And then we're going to look at what the meaning of the verse actually is. So let's go ahead and answer the question. First of all, what it doesn't mean. So in order for us to understand what it doesn't mean, let's look at the verse. Okay, so it's from Matthew chapter 6, from the Sermon on the Mount. Look at verse 33. Jesus said, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Now, there's four things that I want to point out here as far as what it doesn't mean. Four things that I want to point out. Here's the first one. It is not a spiritual formula to get what you want. It's not a spiritual formula to get what you want. Sometimes, I'll, I'll just be very honest with you, Christians have a tendency to see things as, if I do this, then I will get this. They see it as a one, two, three step process to achieving everything that they want to achieve. And usually that means material blessings of some sort. And that's not what this verse is saying. It's not saying that if you seek first the kingdom of God, then God's going to give you the stuff that you want. That's not what it's saying. It's not a spiritual formula for you to achieve what you want to achieve. Here's the second thing it doesn't mean. It doesn't mean that you have to become a pastor or a missionary. And again, sometimes in our church context, we usually think in terms of, if I put God first, he's going to want me to be in ministry. He's going to call me to ministry. He's going to call me to be a missionary to Africa or to India or to Asia. 
And again, that's not what this verse is saying. It's not saying that you need to seek the kingdom of God because these folks have a concept of thinking the kingdom of God means ministry and getting people saved. So it doesn't mean you have to become a pastor or a missionary. Here's the third one, and this is so true today, especially in the last 30 years, it doesn't mean the achievement of some political goals in this life. It doesn't mean the achievement of some political goals in this life. Sometimes people will talk about seeking first the kingdom of God, and that is they want to establish the kingdom of God here in this world. And again, that is not what this verse means. So that brings me to my final point that I want to make. To grasp its true meaning, you have to look at the context of the verse. To grasp the true meaning, its true meaning, the verse's true meaning, you have to look at the context of the verse. So, okay, George, well, what's the context of the verse? Well, again, I told you it's from the Sermon on the Mount, and it's from a portion of Scripture that starts in verse 25 and goes through verse 34 of chapter 6. So we only looked at verse 33. So let's look at the whole context of what Jesus is saying, and then the meaning comes out. Okay, so let's begin. So if we go to verse 25, again, listen to the words of Jesus. Therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they neither toil nor spin. Yet I say to you that even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now, if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown in the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble." Okay, so I'm going to bring out six things from this passage, from this entire passage, that will help you to understand the meaning of verse 33 and the meaning of seeking first the kingdom of God. Okay, so here's the first one. The context reveals that Jesus is looking at the focus of a person's life. That's what Jesus is focusing on here. So Jesus is looking at what the person focuses his life on. So you notice he talks about the issue of eating and the issue of 
what clothes I wear and a person's well-being and so forth. So the context, the whole context, verses 25 through 34, kind of gives us the foundation of what it means to seek first the kingdom of God. Here's the second thing I want you to see. It has to do with what serves as a person's ultimate priority in life. It has to do with what serves as the person's ultimate priority in life. So he's going to focus on two things here that can serve as the priority in life. The one is the stuff you wear, your day, your stuff that you need, the food that you provide. The other is seeking after the things of God, his kingdom. So it has to do with what is the person's ultimate priority. And that brings me to my third point. How you approach life determines what is the priority for you. How you approach life determines what is the priority for you. In fact, if you look at this passage, verse 25 to 34, I think it's interesting. Jesus talks about worrying five times. In those five times, he talks about not worrying as a command, but he also talks about the reason why we worry, the reason why we worry. And all of that reveals what is the priority for you. So if you are worried about stuff, like he says here about what you're going to eat and what you're going to wear, that reflects your priority. So how you approach life determines what is the priority for you? The fourth thing I want you to see is, is that worry reflects a self-centered priority for your life. Worry reflects a self-centered priority for your life. So when you are focused on self and the stuff that you want, when you don't get it, or if you feel that you're not going to get it, or if something is hindering you from getting it, you're going to worry about it. And so worrying very much reflects a self-centered priority. So Jesus then tells us, here's the fifth thing, shifting your focus back to God means seeing how he is working now. Shifting your focus back to God means seeing how he is working now. So for instance, when he talks about worrying about what you're going to eat, he gets you to shift your focus to the birds of the air and the fact that they're not laboring. God's taking care of those animals. When you're focused on what you're going to wear and about all this other stuff, he says, look at the the grass of the fields and the flowers and how God has so clothed the grasses of the field in splendor that's greater than Solomon's. His whole point is, is look how God takes care of creation and he wants you to get your focus back on God rather than on yourself and what you can and cannot achieve. So then finally you come to verse 33. And so here's my final point I want to make. When your priority is right, your true needs will fall into place. When your priority is right, your true needs will fall into place. So when you look at verse 33, again, let me read it for you. 
But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. So when you're seeking first the kingdom of God, your priority is what God wants for your life and following his direction for your life, then what that's going to do is it's basically it's going to prioritize what's really important in your life. So therefore, that filters out what your needs are from what is selfish, from what is necessary, from what is selfish to what is necessary. And then what you're going to see is, is as you prioritize God in your life, you will see that God provides in these other areas. He doesn't give you what you want. Well, if I put God first, then he'll give me the truck I want. That's not how it works. But what it does is it filters out the selfishness because that's what was guiding you before. So what does it mean to seek first the kingdom of God? It means that the Lord... And what he wants for your life becomes the priority. It's what you're focused on. It's not what you want and what you think you want. It's what he wants. And when you do that, all the other things fall into place. That's what it means to seek the kingdom of God first. Finding Clarity Podcast is really an opportunity to answer questions that you might have, that I might have, about Christianity and the Christian life. And you're listening and you're saying, hey, George, how do I get these questions to you? Well, there are several ways that you can do that. You know, we're getting back into having a service again here. So if you see me on Sunday morning, you can say, hey, George, I got this question. Or you can call the church, 236-1622. 814 is the area code. Say, George, I got a question. How can I get those to you? You can also contact us through our webpage, kerwinsvillechristian.org. Simply go to the contact page. You'll see a means there by which you can contact us and submit your question. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. We would encourage you to like the page so that you can keep up with what's happening here on the podcast. But you can direct message us through the page or right on the wall. We'll see your question and we'll see about answering it here on the podcast. Next week, we're going to talk about forgiveness. And we're going to talk about God's forgiveness concerning you. So here's the question that we're going to look at next week. Will God continue to forgive you if you commit the same sin over and over again? Wow, what a question. Going to look at that next week. Until then, take care.